I suffer from severe depression. I faced enormous challenges every day. I often feel heavy inside and lose interest and enthusiasm for life. When I think back to the mistakes I made in the past, my heart is filled with self-blame and shame. I even feel that I don't deserve to be loved and respected. These negative emotions and thoughts were like an invisible net that trapped me. I was also very worried that something bad would happen in the future, and this worry made me feel extremely nervous and anxious. I would imagine all kinds of bad things over and over again. I worried that I wouldn't be able to cope with the challenges and stresses of the future and that I would be crushed by life. This fear and worry made me feel very helpless, as if I had lost control of my life. I often asked God, why did he abandon me? I didn't know why I was in such a predicament. I prayed to God often. I hoped that he would hear my heart and help me out of my pain, but none of my prayers seemed to be answered. It was as if I had been abandoned. I asked myself, why doesn't God answer my prayers? Don't I deserve to be loved and saved? My ex-husband and I have been divorced for two years now, and I have custody of my son. My ex-husband did not do his part either, he did not pay the support on time. My financial situation is getting worse and worse. This has made every aspect of my life more difficult. I had to cover all of my son's expenses by myself. I often felt desperate internally because I didn't know how to solve this problem. I tried to find a better job to improve my income, but my abilities were limited and I had a hard time finding a job that suited me. In such an environment, my mental condition gradually deteriorated. These emotions in turn further affected my work and life. Since God had no way to help me, I would end it all by myself. One night, my son was already asleep. I went to the living room and took all the sleeping pills in the house. Then I lay down on the couch. After a while, I felt myself fall off the couch. I fell into a red cave. It was very eerie, and there were strange creatures everywhere. I didn't know what to do, I could only stand frozen in place. These strange creatures were approaching me. They looked very scary. The skin of these creatures showed an unnatural color. Their eyes were very large and their mouths showed sharp teeth. I started to run away, but these creatures kept running after me. When I was caught by the demons, I fought desperately but there were just too many of them. They dragged me deeper into a cave. Finally, I was put into a cage. I could see the demons outside torturing the others. Some were hanging in the air, their bodies tightly bound by chains. The demon kept beating these people with a whip, and each whipping was accompanied by their screams. Some other people were tied to iron bars, and under their feet was a huge furnace. I could feel the heat of the furnace fire and hear their screams. The demons looked very cruel, and they seemed to enjoy the pain of these people. I didn't know how to help these people. 
I knew that if I went near them, I would probably be tortured in the same way. When the demon suddenly appeared in front of my cage, I felt a strong wave of fear. I knew they were going to start torturing me. The demons dragged me out in a rough way and I was thrown on the ground. They dragged me to a pillar and prepared to tie me to it with ropes. I did not give up. I broke free of their grip when they weren't looking. I rushed toward the exit of the cave. I heard the demons shouting behind me. Their footsteps were getting closer and closer and I knew I had to get out of here as soon as possible. I saw the exit of the cave. Suddenly, a huge demon appeared at the entrance of the cave and blocked the exit directly. I knew this demon was Satan. He was the ugliest demon I had ever seen. He had a pair of sharp, pointed horns. There were many scales like fish scales, and a pair of hooves. His eyes are black. He also had an aura that made people feel very evil. In this desperate moment, I suddenly remembered God. I fell to my knees and began to pray aloud to God. I asked God to save me and let him take me out of here and get rid of these demons. Satan laughed out loud with a mocking expression on his face. He looked at me and said, There is nothing anyone can do for you here. Including God. I took a deep breath and calmly replied, I don't believe in your words, I believe that God will protect me. When Satan heard my words, his expression became more malicious. He explained, You came here because you did not practice the teachings of God. On earth, humans are becoming more and more selfish. They have become indifferent and no longer care about the people and things around them. This selfish behavior is against God's will. On the last judgment day, only those who have practiced the doctrine will enter heaven, while others will be banished to hell. Now, at least half of the people on earth will stay in hell because their actions are not approved by God. He finished these words with a smug smile on his face. After hearing Satan's words, I was in complete despair. I had believed in God's love and grace since I was a child, but now I realized that I did not really practice his teachings. I felt that I was not entitled to God's love and could not escape the fate of hell. I looked at Satan and did not resist in the slightest, but only accepted it openly. I knew that my life had come to an end and that both my life and my soul would sink into hell forever. Satan asked his men to push me into the furnace. As I approached the edge of the furnace, I felt despair and fear. I knew I had done many things wrong, but I never thought I would be sent to hell and suffer such punishment. I decided to make a confession at the end of my life, to admit my mistakes to God and ask for forgiveness. When I was about to fall into the lava, a bright light suddenly appeared in front of me. The dazzling light made me close my eyes. When I reopened my eyes, I found myself being pulled by a huge hand and flying away from this place. This hand felt very warm. But as I looked back into hell, I heard the angry voice of Satan.
He screamed that I should stay in hell, because hell is my final destination. However, I didn't pay any attention to her words. I knew I had been forgiven by God, and that was what I really longed for. I was transported into a void. Surrounded by pure white, it brought me peace and I also felt a strong wave of love. In front of me, a tall silhouette of a human form appeared. I knew that he was God. He stood there with an air of majesty and holiness. Although I could not see his face clearly, I could feel his love. I knelt before God because I knew I had sinned. I did not dare to look him in the face, but I knew he could hear my confession. I thanked him for taking me out of hell and giving me the opportunity to start a new life under his shelter. My confession was filled with sincerity and gratitude because I knew I had finally achieved true salvation. He said to me, anyone can make mistakes, son. You have accepted your sins and repented, and I will forgive you. God turned toward a white door, and he reached out to me to follow him. We passed through the white door and came into an open field. I saw white clouds all around me and a soft meadow at my feet. I looked at this sacred place with gratitude and awe in my heart. God and I had a long talk here. What struck me was the following conversation. I asked God, is it true what Satan says? That half of the people on earth will go to hell? God hesitated for a moment, then whispered, Satan is a liar, and she is just trying to make you believe these words. However, I cannot completely deny these statements, because many people have made mistakes and lost their way. Hell exists, but not everyone will go to hell. People's own actions determine their destiny. If they consistently pursue truth and goodness in their lives, they will be accepted into heaven instead of being banished to hell. I do not want to let anyone out of my arms, but human beings have free will and they decide their own destiny. I love all people, including those who have made mistakes. My love is unconditional and I will always guide them as long as they return to the right path. I want all people to be saved if they are willing to accept my love and forgiveness. After hearing God's words, the doubts inside me were finally answered. I knew that God never wanted his children to go to destruction. He has always guided us, even though we sometimes get lost in the pursuit of materialism and power. Finally, God told me it was time to get back to reality. He reminded me to take care of my children and to persevere when things get tough. He said that although he couldn't change things, he would always be there for me. These words brought me infinite strength and confidence. My soul began to plummet and it was as if I had entered a dark vortex. Then, I found myself back on the couch in the living room. I felt a great thirst in my throat, so I walked to the kitchen and poured a glass of water to drink. I felt a pang of nausea in my stomach. I hastily bent over and vomited up most of the undigested sleeping pills in one gulp. My hands were still sweating and my heart was still beating wildly as I walked to my son's bedroom. 
I knew how foolish and selfish my actions had been. I almost cost my son his mother. I gently pushed the door open. He woke up to the sound of the door opening. He rubbed his sleepy eyes and called out for his mom. I felt my heart melt instantly, tears welled up in my eyes, and I took a deep breath, feeling like I had regained my life. I walked towards him and hugged him tenderly, feeling the warmth of his body heat. I knew this was the second chance God had given me. At this moment, I understood the preciousness of life and the mercy of God. I remembered God's words, to help others, to the best of my ability. And I vowed to do my best, to help those who needed me.